PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us on the PDPW Podcast, where this week we hear a special message from Hank Wagner on thinking and marriages. Today I want to talk to you about an extremely important part of life. It's a really important part of life for all of us. However, I don't think it gets the attention that it deserves. We've been talking about our thinking and our belief systems. And we're going to continue on that a bit today as I help you bring it home and help it be more real. And today I want to help you see how real and how it's impacting this really important part of life. This part of life that I want to address is marriages. I, I know you're, some of you are probably thinking, what, what's the deal, Hank? This is, this is a farm organization and you want to talk to us about marriages? Well, let me, let me ask you a few questions. Number one, do farmers get married? Yes. Do farmers get divorced? Another yes. Do farmers have children? Yes. Are children impacted by the success and or failure of a marriage? Yes. Success or failure is not defined by whether or not you get divorced. But success or failure of those children can also be defined by how they're raised. What do they believe about themselves or others? The future of those children's lives is impacted tremendously, good or bad, by a marriage. Is happiness in life connected to marriage? Is a two-person team, in this case a marriage, that is pulling together, able to accomplish so much more. Do all great teams, marriages, need continued learning and focused effort to perform at their best? Other than yourself, who is the person you will likely spend the most time with in your lifetime? It's your spouse. What do you think about marriage? What are your beliefs about marriage? Not about your spouse, but about marriage. Whether you realize it or not, you have thoughts and beliefs about marriage. The ironic part is you had them already established even before you found your sweetheart, even before you even thought about marriage, you already had beliefs or thinking in place that are already contributing to success or failure with your marriage. And you likely don't even know it. Some of those beliefs that are impacting your life really have very little to do with your spouse. 
And that includes both husbands and wives. And I want to help you see that a little bit clearer today. I'm not looking to judge you and what your beliefs are or should be, but I want you to to be willing to open up your thinking and to see how this is not only impacting you now, but how you can potentially change that thinking to rewrite your future. Remember, 80% of our belief systems were in there by age 8. That includes our beliefs about marriage. You were certainly not married by the time you were 8. But you already had subconscious beliefs about marriage. Good or bad? Let me give you an example. If you're a male... How did your father impact your belief about marriage? What did you see? Was he always working? Did he show love and affection regularly to your mother? Did he set time aside to specifically invest in or grow or improve his marriage. What things did you see and potentially believe about who a husband is supposed to be? How a husband is supposed to treat a wife? Those things were already established. That thinking and those subconscious or unconscious beliefs were already placed in there without you even knowing it. What about your mother? As a boy growing up, did her role in the marriage impact your subconscious beliefs and expectations about what a wife is or should be? Yes. And there again, it was in place long before you chose your spouse. What if you're a female? Did the visual of how your father treated your mother impact your expectations or beliefs about who your future husband is or what he should do or how he should behave, how you should be treated? Did it impact what your thinking or or belief was in regards to what a marriage should do or shouldn't do? Do you see a problem here? I'm guessing there's very few of us that that made a list and clearly defined all of those subconscious beliefs and or expectations that we had before we talked about marriage with our wife or husband. And It's probably not because we avoided it. It's because they're subconscious. We didn't even know that they were there. But they were truths for us. They were part of our belief system that we're completely unaware of. Do you see a hint of why there's so much conflict when you throw two people together who love each other yet have 
quite often different beliefs or thinking in regards to so many things connected to marriage. And the sad part is that over 50% of them can't get past those discussion points, beliefs, or thinking. Some of it is because they're unaware that it's not really their spouse, that it's their different thinking or their different expectations. And to others, it's, it's just easier to give up. Just because we believe some of these things regarding a marriage doesn't mean that it's true or right. For example, think about this for a moment. Over 50% of children today are growing up without both biological parents in the home. Do you think that that is impacting the subconscious beliefs of these children? How many of them at an extremely young age have some level of unconscious thinking or belief that marriages aren't supposed to last? That it's normal for a father or mother to abandon or to leave their children or to give up on a marriage? That it's okay to give up? That it's expected to fight? Because of a heartbroken daughter who was abandoned by her father, does she have some mistrust of her future husband leaving? Or does that small boy who's raised without a father already at a very young age believe that it's normal and maybe even expected of him to later on abandon his marriage? Now, remember another extremely important principle. Whatever we believe, whatever has been stored away unconsciously as a belief, as truth for us, we no longer question. We believe it as truth. And our subconscious mind works 24-7 to show us all of the things that happen in our life to bring that up as evidence to prove to us that what we believe is correct or truth. So it's extremely hard to change our current thinking, especially when we're unaware of the thinking that we have. So what can we do? Throw up our hands and say, I guess it's a lost cause? Absolutely not. So one thing we can do is listen. Become better listeners. Listen to ourselves. Listen to what we say. Listen to our tone of voice. Be more aware of how we speak and interact with our spouse. Listen and be more aware. Use level two listening skills as we listen to our spouses and seek to understand not just the words that are spoken, but more importantly, what's behind those words. What are those subconscious or unconscious beliefs that may or may not be true, that may or may not be right, 
Don't get hung up on the the emotion and maybe some of the, the, the negative conflicts, but be able to see past that and really seek to understand each other. Communicate. Talk about it. Truly listen. Don't get offensive or defensive. Make it safe conversation. Make it easy to bring out current beliefs or expectations. Talk about what is possible. Not necessarily what's happening. Not what's possible based on your past. But what is possible for a rewritten future. Change your thinking. I know it's not easy. I get that. It's really hard to change our thinking. Because once we believe it is true, we store it away unconsciously and accept it as truth and it never gets challenged again. So one thing you can do is see and speak things differently. And how you speak things differently will begin to change your future. Instead of thinking that you have a bad spouse, if you think that your spouse is not perfect, your subconscious will begin to point out all of the places where your spouse is in error and say, yeah, it's true, your spouse is not perfect. So instead, say, I have a good spouse. And as soon as you change your thinking, that regardless of those negative things that your spouse may or may not be currently doing, By saying you have a good spouse, your subconscious is going to begin to point out and help you see all of the reasons why you have a good spouse. There's people who think they cannot be happy with their current spouse. And if that's their belief system, guess what their subconscious is showing them? Evidence that that is true. So if you instead say, I can be happy, I can be happy in spite of whatever or whomever my spouse currently is. You will begin to see how you can be happy. And that will in turn dramatically and positively change the outcome of your marriage. There's people who think that their marriage will never be better. They think that it's impossible to have a different outcome because it's been going the way it is for so long. They look at their past. They look at the rearview mirror and say, this is the way our marriage is. This is the way it's going to be. It can't be any different. It can't be any better. It's not true. It doesn't have to be true. If you accept it as truth, then it doesn't change. So you need to be willing to say, our marriage can be. And then write the picture. Draw the picture. Are you willing to, with your spouse, sit down and rewrite your thinking? Rewrite the picture of what's possible for this extremely important team. Are you willing to not just do that as a husband and wife, as a a marriage, 
But are you willing to reflect upon this with your children? How many times do children get exposed to this idea that they have thoughts or belief systems regarding marriage and that they should understand them and decide what they want to to think or believe as truth long before they get married? A lot of times I, I, I talk about this subject and the young people who are, who are not even close to being married turn it off and say, well, I guess that doesn't apply to me. But it does. As a matter of fact, the most important time to talk about that is long before it happens. What beliefs do you currently have and which ones do you want to change? What are your expectations about your marriage before you even get there? Because it will change your actions. Marriage is important. Marriage is one of the most important teams on this planet. Because it affects all of the children. It affects the next generation. Please be willing to set aside some time to invest in that extremely important relationship. Including being more conscious and aware of current thinking and being willing or determined to change that thinking to come closer to what you want it to be. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week on the PDPW Podcast. And if this podcast sparks or motivates you in any way, go back and listen to more at pdpw.org. Thanks again for joining us on the PDPW Podcast and have a great week.